Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Greg. Thanks for joining me today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. Prayer for the presence of Christ. Lord Jesus, stay with us. From the beginning to the end of this day, be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. as I read your words in scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me, give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Today we'll be reading Proverbs chapter 14, verses 4 through 24. Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean. But abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. A faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness breathes out lies. A scoffer seeks wisdom in vain, but knowledge is easy for a man of understanding. Leave the presence of a fool, for there you do not meet words of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is to discern his way, but the folly of fools is deceiving. Fools mock at the guilt offering, but the upright enjoy acceptance. The heart knows its own bitterness, and no stranger shares its joy. The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Even in laughter the heart may ache, and the end of joy may be grief. The backslider in heart will be filled with the fruit of his ways, and a good man will be filled with the fruit of his ways. The simple believes everything, but the prudent gives thought to his steps. One who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool is reckless and careless. A man of quick temper acts foolishly, and a man of evil devices is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. 
evil bow down before the good, the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor is disliked even by his neighbor, but the rich has many friends. Whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner, but blessed is he who is generous to the poor. Do they not go astray who devise evil? Those who devise good meet steadfast love and faithfulness. In all toil there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their wealth, but the folly of fools brings folly. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This verse from Proverbs 14 has struck me pretty deeply over the last several years. Verse 4 says, Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. Years ago, I remember studying Proverbs, and a man named David really helped me understand them within their context and then apply them in everyday life. This specific proverb was one of those that it, that didn't really make sense to me initially, uh, but once I understood it, it was like a light bulb kind of moment. The time and the culture in which Proverbs was written was a time when people were more agricultural and most people took care of livestock. And when you own livestock, you need to provide safety and security for them in some kind of home. This was the major role of the manger for most households, or a barn-type structure that household animals lived. This proverb says that where there are no oxen, the manger is clean. Basically saying that when there are no animals that come into the manger, there's no cleanup needed. Cleanup as in fecal matter, or in normal language, poop or as they say in West Texas, mud pies. So if you don't have any oxen, you don't have any waste to clean up. But here's the juxtaposition that this proverb delivers. It's by the strength of the ox that one has abundant crops. Basically saying that the oxen are what allow you to plant and harvest crops. So real simply, it's saying that if you have oxen, you get abundant crops, but you have to clean up the oxen's waste. If you don't have oxen, you don't get abundant crops, and you don't have to clean up any waste. You get the picture. This proverb has stuck with me because as a pretty clean and tidy person, I like to have things in their order, and as a parent of three young kids, it's pretty tough to keep those things in order and in their place and organized. As a matter of fact, I couldn't find one of my running shoes the other day because our almost two-year-old had hidden it in the hall closet. So this proverb confronts me and confronts us with the reality that investment requires sacrifice. Or as the popular phrase goes, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Choices must be made and there's no complaining for the ones who have to clean up the mess or for those who have a lack of abundant crops. Here's my question and application for us today. What's something that you're thankful for in your life that comes at a cost? What's something that you're thankful for in your life but comes at a cost?
Jesus, in these moments, I'm reminded of the investment that you have made into your people, the sacrifice that was required to be reconciled to us as your people. Lord, how, how you as, as our bridegroom have pursued us and that came at, at a great cost to you. Lord, that you have loved us so dearly and pursued us so greatly even to the loss of your physical life your death upon the cross for our benefit. That was the cost that it took for love to prevail, for love to be made known to us. Or there's, yeah, cost in our life. There's there's things that in our life we're, we're thankful for and we're, we're glad for, um, but the reality is they cost something and uh, we have to to continue the process of cleaning up after things and um, making sacrifices so that we can have certain things. And so, Lord, thank you that even in the midst of your sacrifice, there was great joy and there was great pleasure in the sacrifice that you made because of love's sake, because of your pursuit of us, because of your value of us. And so, Lord, I pray that we would be a people who don't grumble and complain. I pray that we would be a people who who are grateful uh, that we get to sacrifice. We're grateful for the things that we do get to invest in. Uh, and we understand that it comes at a cost. And so, Lord, thank you that, uh, yeah, you love us. Thank you that you gave your life for us and that you have borne the ultimate burden, the ultimate cost of your own life, Jesus. We worship you and we praise you. So through our lives and by our prayers, your kingdom would come.